you say Hamburglar? I did. I Hamburglar. <laughs> hamburglar. That's the person who is secretly responsible for the hamburger menu. That would be good. The Hamburglar menu. Maybe that is original. Maybe we can come up with that. You're listening to The Angry Designer. So Steve Jobs never created the mouse. Right. right. Oh, yes. He didn't create the mouse. He just figured out a way how to use it. Mm. Just like he didn't create the MP3 player. Mm -hmm. He just figured out how to turn it into something that people wanted. Right? Because prior to the iPod, right? People would be like, oh, it's an MP3 player. It has four gigabytes or one gigabyte of of memory. So you can, you know, put music and data and media. And it's blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Right? So Steve Jobs came along and he's like, you know what? Nobody really gives a fuck about, you know, how many gigabytes this has. What people want to know is... This little device will hold a thousand songs yes. in your pocket, right? Yes. So this is whole his whole idea. It's good artists copy, but great artists steal. And it was pretty ballsy. Yeah, but is that stealing? Eh, or is that some is, people would consider that stealing? Like, yeah, I don't think so at all. It's I I don't know. It's like standing on the shoulders of giants. You take somebody else's great idea and you take and it you to elevate. Well, it listen. To, I mean, again, it kind of goes back to what is actually. What what is original? Really? Oh. What is original? Yeah. I mean, when we start a logo brand project, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? What do we do? We don't sit there and just like lock ourselves in a room <laughs> and don't look anywhere, right? Yes. We don't. It's ridiculous. Just research it. You research the shit out of the industry, the client, the yes. competitors, yes. right? You start pulling out elements and tidbits of stuff. And, you know, from there, you start formulating a, a, an idea and opinion, what their values are. And then... Yeah. I can't speak for you, but then I go and start looking at old logo archives for inspiration. Yes, for inspiration. I look at other in, other other industries, yes. other brands, and I'm like, you know, this could work for this project if yeah. I do this, if yeah. I do this, if I do this. But, you know, at the same time, people say, is there any original songs anymore? Has everything been done? And chances are it has, hasn't. Yeah. Right? But... Most songs have been repurposed from another era, another yes. right? Like yeah. rock and roll came yeah. from from jazz and blues and right? all that kind of stuff. And yeah. you know, country came from well, you know, a lot of whiskey and <laughs> sad times. But <laughs> what I'm trying to say is everything's inspired one way or another. So you don't have to ever feel like you're actually in the wrong, you know, just because you're looking at something else for originality. Like mm-hmm. e- imagine if imagine if a flipping car company. Would every single time they release a new car, they change shit. You know, well, I would want to be original. I don't want to put the steering wheel on the left. I'm going to put it in the middle. And three instead of car seats, right? Yeah, right? Three wheels, yeah. right? And we'll figure out a new way to. St- like, how ridiculous would it be if these car manufacturers kept redesigning the car experience, right? Like, this is, this is the whole bullshit that people don't get. Honestly, I think so many damn people. Put so much pressure on themselves, UX designers, graphic designers, you know, product designers, marketers, whatever, when when they feel they have to be original. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, you know, being original when it comes to design, at what cost? Yes. Really? Yeah. Nine times out of ten, it's for themselves or for their, like you said, their behance. Right, (laughs) right, right, right. Like, like again, what, there's a trade-off, okay? So, if people are actually trying to like push creativity and they're all like paranoid and they're all stressed and about being original and getting an original design in place, there's a trade-off. Yeah. And that's that's the worry, um, especially when I'm kind of concerned. Because again, like somebody created a website at one point and they thought that, you know what, 
I'm going to get rid of a navigation menu at the top because it looks stupid. Mm -hmm. It's really functional. Yeah. But it looks stupid. And I'm going to put these three freaking lines in the top right-hand corner. Call it a hamburger because the hamburger is stacked. And this is good design. Like, who yeah, the like, fuck? That person should be shot. Really. Because, again, how, how, are you, how are you benefiting anything? You're trying to be original by creating some, saving some space, you know, in a, yeah. in a header. Yeah. And the problem is, what happens? It confuses the hell out of people. Yes. Right? They're not doing good design. That's doing design a disservice. Yes. Yes. Will the user experience suffer? Yes. Will the customer even for a second like question where they are, what they're doing, what they're looking at? If that's the case, then dude, honestly, they've failed. Yes. Like they have yeah. completely failed. You can't expect people to understand these new original quirks you want to try because you 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 feel of all people, you know, because you're so entitled that you feel that 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 a a menu is doing a disservice to people. It's you know who's doing a disservice to your fucking ego. Like I seriously, find, <laughs> I find that so funny. Who would think that? Who would think that a menu is just not important enough to be viewed? Like to create like a hamburger. It's I love my hamburgers, I and I'm gonna build too, it into a menu. God. <laughs> well, and again, this kind of goes back to this whole Jacob's oh. Law, right? Mm. This Jacob's Law that basically says that most people spend time on other websites, not yes. yours. Right. So don't make them think. Yes. Right. Like literally, they're they're coming to your website with an expectation that it should function this way. Yeah. Yeah. So. Let it function that this way. Don't yes. give them a different, you know, yes. the message is fine. Yes. The art can be whatever you want yes. it to be. You know, use that as your design, um, that's the uh, whatever, canvas. That's the original aspect. Yes. Though, right? Yes. Right? Certain functional elements should never be messed with. This is yes. why car designers always make a car with four <laughs> wheels and a steering wheel. Okay. Maybe exactly. Elon Musk might do some sort of mind <laughs> thing he's working he's on, do. right? He's working on some sort of mind system, but he's yeah. pretty crazy. He's smoking that dude, right? All the right, time. but yeah, yeah. but like really, people are coming to expect a certain experience. Give it to them yeah. for these kind of elements. Yes. Be creative when it comes to your messaging, your your your, your creativity on the site. You know your font choice, your CSS, all that, the whole journey. Yeah. But certain elements you can't mess you with. Don't. No. So that's why even here, so here in Z Factor, one of our design principles is design, don't reinvent. Mm. Okay? Because one of the things that we focus on, or we stress on people here is, you know, don't mess with something that people are expecting because design, okay, design is supposed to make the end user's life better. Yes. Easier, yeah. right? We don't want to create an obstacle. So don't reinvent things like the freaking wheel, like the hamburger, or no, like the, the regular navigation and replace it with a hamburger thing. Like, because you're not. Did you say hamburger? I did. A hamburger. <laughs> a hamburger. That's the person who is secretly responsible for the hamburger menu. That would be good, the hamburger menu. Mm -hmm. Maybe that is original. Maybe we can come up with that. But the reality is you don't want to start to recreate something that everybody is used to, like a menu. You know what I mean? Because what you're yeah. doing is you're not helping that end user. And that's the design is supposed to help the end user. You're not yes. helping them. You're hurting their whole yes. experience. Yes. You're messing with what they expect. And you know what? The thing is, for even a brief second, if they have to rethink something, mm -hmm. you know, I'm at a website. I'm expecting a menu to be here. It's not here. 
well, where do I go? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting to hit, to hit the home button when I, or to get home when I hit their logo, and that doesn't happen. Who does it benefit? Yes. The fucking designer <laughs> who, who decided to get creative. The UX designer who decided that they would try to streamline this process. Like, they're just doing the client a disservice at this point. And speaking of, if you pitch something like that to the client, what are the, what's the likelihood that that client would actually go for something oh, like geez. that? Oh, jeez. You know what? Like, Depending on how desperate that client was. Really? Well, think about it. What if a client is like really desperate and they, they, they want to get an edge on the competition, oh. right? And some and, and some designer is, is just savvy enough to be like, look, dude, I can get your website oh. to this level wow. and just let me do this and let me do that. You know what happens? And, and they trust. And what happens is the designer ruins that experience. Yes. They create something that looks great mm -hmm. and functions like hell. User experience-wise, journey-wise, it, it, it's atrocious. Yes. Right? Yes. This is that whole experience. But then a designer's like, no, but I need to be free. I can't have constraints. <laughs> you know what? Like, true creativity yeah. is within a box. Right. Okay? Because it's not like, you know, like, what is it? Like, live by the brief, but, you know, design within the box. Like, like yes. you can be as creative as you want. Yes. But within the box the because the there's box. some parameters yes. you know back in the old days the parameters might have been you know dots per inch you know how much resolution the medium has mm -hmm. you know maybe you know like the the, the capabilities of the printer yep. but the yep. reality is they're all the same these are all mm -hmm. limitations that we have to live with yes and now the limitations are something like jacob's law yep. where it's like you know what users spend more time outside of your website mm -hmm. so when they come to your website they're expecting it to function like everybody else's website right yeah so that's that's the issue here so yeah. you know we, again z factor we've got this whole you know don't think act yes. don't make them think they shouldn't have to think right you know when they're navigating a website because they already have to think when it comes to understanding the product, yeah. you know, what the customer's value is, what, what the message, we're already having to make them think to, to, to understand or discern, discern our brand versus the competitor's brand. Yes. So don't make them think about obvious things that they shouldn't. Yes. Because you know what? Customers won't give you that, that attention span. They're not no. going to, no. they're going to give you that three to five seconds. Yeah. And if they get frustrated, they're going to bounce. They're going to bounce. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So yeah. do you think that people do this to try to make, like, do you think that designers act this way to try to make their mark? Do you think they're insecure? Do you think they're just trying to show off to their friends on Dribble or I, Behance? I like, get it. Everybody, I think everybody wants to be the next Steve Jobs, hmm, right? Interesting, yeah. But I think back to our original point, he took an existing thing yes. and improved upon that. Yes. Right? So if you can take a mouse that nobody has a real use for, nobody has the brain power to kind of figure out what to figure do out with. what to do with that and he has that he's able to repurpose to it yes yeah then all the power to you i think that's fine but this is a situation where if it ain't broke don't fix it well on those things there it is right right like, absolutely so you're not gonna so i don't know whether you can improve on on what's already already out there well and it depends maybe, maybe it's the kind of designer you want to be Maybe it's like the kind of ego that you want to have. Do you want to be that designer that, that does great in a niche and, you know, like, you know, I don't know. You, maybe some of it stems from insecurity or yeah. maybe being early and trying to make a mark. Mm. Maybe, um, you know, like trying to, to show how, how good you, you are. And yes. so you try to push your limits and be like, no, 
I think, okay, certain things experience, you know, um, certain things you can't learn other than, you know, through experience. That's right. right? And through like doing this for 10, 20 years, you know, certain things like Jacob's law, you get it. Yes. You don't need somebody to tell you this. Exactly. But maybe when you're really new to this space, you want to make a mark. And so it's like, you know, let me try to improve upon something that has already existed. And Bold, yeah. brash, yes. occasionally maybe one in a thousand, one in a million can work. Overall, there's better places to put your originality. There's there's better yeah. areas to focus on. Yes. Like we talked about earlier, I think to, to be a great designer inside the box is the key. Absolutely. Right? Like it, it, it's, it's, it's kind of sucks and maybe, you know young kids refuse to to work inside those parameters but i think to me that's that's where the magic happens right yeah. like this is really the sweet spot and if you can do something awesome inside that that makes it look really good but plays by the rules yeah yeah, yeah. you have to understand that it's, no matter yeah yeah no matter how creative you want to be you're going to have limitations and yes you, you know what true creativity comes from working within limitations. Yes, that's you know, right. At that's all it. That's exactly levels. it. Right? Write that down. Publish a book. Yeah. Because <laughs> that is that is gold, my friend. So maybe maybe some of these people, you know, like they're trying to get their own signature style. Mm-hmm. Right? And I know yeah. that we've seen this. Young designers, early designers, they, they want to be like, no, I can't look at other people's work. Yeah. I can't follow other people's work. You know, it has to be unique. It has to be my own. But yeah. And they, they, they try too hard. Yes. But the reality is what they should be doing is trying to learn how to be a chameleon. Yes. And they really, yes. they should learn how to adopt or embrace two, three, five, ten other designers' yes. styles. Yes. Right? They need to look at other people's work and embrace it and learn how to actually create that, mm-hmm. be a chameleon. Yeah. Right? Because... Yeah. Number one, early on in your career, you just want experience, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Really, you just want experience. So you need to start like embracing other people's work. Figure out how do they do it. Figure out how they get that, that right thickness, that night weight, the yes. nice white space, the colors that they do, right? Yes. Embrace that and start being able to provide your customers, not with just your look, yeah. but 10 looks. Yes. You know, the right look yeah. for the market, for yes. the the marketplace, for the job that you're doing, yeah. right? And then by doing this, by being able to, to be a chameleon and understanding what makes other people's styles the way it is, mm-hmm. you'll then start developing your own style. Yes. Right? Yes. As a designer. Yes. Right? I mean, yes. again, it, it, it my style is brash and bold. <laughs> it wasn't like that from day one. Yeah. Right? It really wasn't. Yeah. I had to learn how to be boring. I had to learn how to be conservative, <laughs> how to appeal to a financial industry. And then I started learning how to be a little bit more extreme, a little more in your face, a little yes. bit more bold. Yes. But I didn't get that way from day one. No. I had to look and study and embrace other people's looks before yes. I could do that myself. Yes. So, and, and then I might add that you get good at that part. Absolutely. And then you could start interjecting it into the look and feel of your agency and, and other <laughs> clients and yes. things like that, right? Yes. Yeah. That's and now, and then there you go. Then there's your identifiable style, right? But it didn't happen overnight. But it doesn't happen overnight, right? No. So pushing to be original for the sake of being original mm-hmm. is a mistake. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, 
pushing to be original for the sake of being original is going to get your clients miserable. <laughs> it's going to get poor results, you, you know. And again, ultimately, it's going to affect your career. It's going to affect your, your job, your position. Mm-hmm. It's going to affect the job that you did. Yeah. If you're trying to be original for the sake of being original. Yes. Right? Yeah. So that's the big takeaway here. Yeah. Like if you're going to be original, do it for the right reasons, not yes. for the wrong. Yes. You know, know where to focus the originality on. Yes. Right? Yeah. And then embrace that. Don't don't change what isn't broken. Don't yeah. try to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Right? Just for the sake of it. Like that's the biggest mistake. So I'd like to point out, I'd, I'd just give you, ask you a question. Do you remember the websites in the 90s? Because oh we're old. Do you remember those? Shh, no, we're the not. The sidebar. <laughs> oh, the sidebar. Isn't it funny that in sometimes though, that was hip. Right? Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes there's a function for that. No, you know what? Really? I know, I know, dude. You know what? We just pitched the sidebar navigation. No. Yes, yes, we did because a company Good had. Good for you. Well, See, well that's and you know original. what? Well, and it was because there was a function for it. There's a need for there's it. There's a need they had, for it. We needed to get simple clicks, easy to find, easy to follow. And there became a need that, you know what? This Bring back the sidebar that is for kick-ass. this project. Now, granted, okay, it's not in iframes anymore and it's not using <laughs> 1990s coding, yeah, yes. but the concept yes. is the same. And it was the best solution for you know the project at hand so it was we were being original within within the brief we were being original within the box that is so that's the problem that's what people need to not need to embrace this yeah yeah i had no idea about that oh dude i totally get that yeah 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 we did and it's working surprisingly enough the customer was like yeah that's fucking brilliant that's good Thank you, because we didn't want to have to do a mega nav menu that yes. has like 30 layers of oh, click. Across the top. Yeah. 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 Scroll down to the yeah. right, scroll down to the right, scroll yeah. down. No, no, no. Oh. So it worked very well for this guy. So yeah, like in that sense, you know, like honestly, it's like, hmm. no, 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 right? And again, we weren't trying to be original. We yeah. were trying to do the end client a service. Yes. And we were trying to design for the end user and make their lives better. And that's ultimately what we had to try yeah. to push for yes. in this project. And you ended up bringing sexy back. We brought sexy back, <laughs> yo. <laughs> so, like, if I have to leave this at anything, you know, honestly, I don't like make that. them think. Make them act. Yes. And that's the big thing. We embrace that here. Yeah. That's yes. what you need to do. Okay? Certain things... People shouldn't have to think about. Mm-hmm. They should just need to know where to go next. Show me that journey, yes. where to go next, yeah. right? Don't try to reinvent a customer's expectation. And that's the part, that's the big key here is, is if people are already expecting this, mm-hmm. don't put the time and effort to try to change that. Give it and figure other areas out, yes. you know, on, on, on where to add the creativity, not, not changing their expectations. Yes. It's ridiculous. Yes. That is so frustrating. Yeah, absolutely. Know? Right. Again, just you know, don't make them think. Make them act. That's yeah. it. You know, yes. and don't and don't try to change human nature. Really, yeah. we are who we are. We are, and who it's we because are. we spend more time everywhere else other than your narcissistic, <laughs> you know, you know, design ego. Like seriously, I spent. I've been on about. 50, 60, 80 websites in the past hour. Yes. You know, you're not the I only just wanna, website yeah, we've I'm going to come to your website. Yeah. Show me what I need to find. <laughs> and if you do a good job at the messaging and what you, what you deliver to me, I'll remember it. And then I will then act on it. Yes. Jeez, don't give me that shit. <laughs> shit will get done a lot faster. Exactly. And think of it this way. People will sign up to your company, your website, your product, or reach out to your salesperson a hell of a lot faster. 
Because you're not confusing them amidst a million other things. That's the key here. Exactly. Right? Yes. All right. That sounds kind of good. Yes. See? Cool. (laughs) All right. I'm good. We're okay. Okay, We're good. good. All right. I'm Massimo. More whiskey. I'm Sean. Oh, yeah. More whiskey right now. One more. We are out of here.